interim review. Good morning, BHA. It is a podcast about barbershop recorded today. Richard Reeve in Queensland and there's Ash down in Perth. Two Australians talking about the greatest hobby on earth. Oh boy, it's swell to say. Good morning, BHA. Three superhuman up-and-coming barbershop legends here, starting with the, the Reed boys. Reed boys, good morning. Welcome to Comp Day. How are you feeling musical? Pretty musical, a bit tired. I just woke up a couple hours ago, but aside from that, <laughs> ready to go. I'm also feeling very musical. I'm in the same boat. Just woke up. <laughs> and um, you guys are not singing with chorus at the moment, but you're singing with, uh, with your quartet, which has been in existence for some years, five years? Yeah, 2017, I think, okay. Reflex. Yeah, yeah right. that's the one we have to do with the old mate. Right. And then we've got the one we actually want to do, which hey. is the mixed quartet. hey <laughs> Right. Yeah, two quartets. So you're Reflex and then a mixed quartet. And which is first? Reflex, I think. Okay. Overcast didn't register properly, so we're last. <laughs> ah, well, at least you're singing. Okay. And, and what, are, what are the differences for you, apart from there being, you know, different genders in the two? What, what sort of a, what's the musical experience and just the, the, you know, enjoyment experience difference between the two? Mostly it's the sound. Uh, I know the Overcast, we're younger as well, so yep. it's a lot brighter. Different voices, yeah. Yeah, and we're singing different parts, so oh, that's yeah? different to get used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, a lot higher It's the main thing, just the range. Trying to find, a, especially between baritone and lead, where it's not too low for the lead um, and not too high for the baritone, um, and just finding sw- switches that you can get yep. in the music. And, uh, no challenge. Yeah. I think you've, you've hit on one of the biggest uh, musical-vocal um, you know, decisions that we're going to have to make as barbershop community going forward as, as Mixed uh, picks up steam, which is, and my two cents is that, um, the sweet spot is for a men's range with a female on tenor or a women's range with a man on bass because you've just hit the nail on the head. If you've got, if you got a, a man and a woman on, on lead and baritone, yeah. they're both kind of, what, at least one of them is outside their natural range. How, how have you, so you, uh, that's what you've, um, you've discovered? Yeah. We've, we've kind of just sort of forced it to work at the moment. We just pick up songs that we know we like. That's my shop, force it. Yeah. And we, we put it up the pitch, but I think... The, the best way going forward is to get things arranged for mixed because if nice. it's arranged in a men's way yep. it's going to have lead lines that go up and down um, and same with baritone so I think that's the best way to do it definitely get, you'll get some things arranged Will you? can you arrange in this group you guys are pretty musical have you, are you no, dabble in arranging not in the slightest no I can barely I'll do. take that as a maybe <laughs> um, so uh, is that just uh, uh, you'll make the decision at the time who you want to arrange or have you got some people you like their arrangements Oh, we haven't even had a look, to be honest. Yeah, we normally pick something up and go, let's try and learn it. Yeah. And then uh, and then when we you don't, you sing it anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and so after regionals, it's pretty fluid, isn't it, the quartet? You, 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 you rehearse from time to time and then regionals comes around. Any, but, it, but it'll go, keep going for the foreseeable future, you think? Yeah, I think so. At least until New Zealand, where it definitely go to Pampax. Right. Yeah. But we haven't other- had a, a live national comp yet as Overcast, so... Oh, uh, yeah, okay. We've only had the video entries, which we just uh, sent in the same one from regional, so yeah. one at least one national hit. But we've been going since about November 2020, so yeah, okay. nearly two years, um, and haven't had a national comp yet. So. Is, is your sense that Overcast has a... Yeah, you're, you're quite excited about the future there. You'd love to see what happens at Panpax, but you, this, you could be, you know, could be onto something here? I mean, yeah, I think if we, if we do really well and we score really well, we'd definitely be interested in, like, the Bing competition in Germany. Like, at least I can say that. I'm pretty yeah. sure you too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah but... Yeah. 
Yeah. Wonderful. Well, Breed Boys, thank you for your time and uh, good, thank you for the music and uh, keep up the good work. And I look forward to hear, you, hear your beautiful voices later on. We've just been joined by Joshua May, who's going to be featured. Um, he, he'll sign, he will sign the release form after the interview, the permission form. How are you, Professor May? I feel great. Excellent. It's so nice to be here after, uh, what, two years? Is what it feels like since we had a proper chorus quartet contest that we were featuring in. So. Literally, actually, two million Literally years. Yeah, million exactly. Years. Yeah. Um, and uh, for those of us who aren't aware, uh, Josh uh, and his lovely partner Jess and I shared a beautiful road trip <laughs> from LA to Vegas. Uh, back trip. it was it was awesome uh, back in 2017 when our uh, our Aussie America flight was a bit delayed and we missed our connection to Vegas and we could either wait eight hours or something and we looked at each other and went nope and that. just hired a car just and yeah. drove and we didn't die. So that's a win um mate um you are how many sings are you having today this uh i'm so i'm singing quartet this afternoon so six songs over three different groups so yeah yeah three sings is that a good a good you like is that a good balance you like that is that i think i do yeah i think um you know i paid for the whole registration i'm going <laughs> to use the whole registration <laughs> nice i, I like that economical approach the <laughs> more just, groups really you're nice. in the better value getting out of exactly. your registration exactly it's just really nice to help develop several different categories of competition at once. I mean, singing in a mixed group, singing in a quartet, and singing in a men's group is just, you know, it just makes me happy. So, yeah, nice. yeah. Well, yeah. we like Josh being happy. Um, <laughs> I was just asking the Reed boys, what's your, I guess, uh, a musical and just enjoyment experience difference between the men's singing and the mixed singing? Oh, that's a great question. I um, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I think what I enjoy about the mixed harmony the most is that we get to create a kind of more all-encompassing sound it, it kind of when it's good it has just overtones way up into the sky which is something that you can do in a men's chorus but it's a lot harder um, on the and on the other hand you also get these rich bass undertones that you don't traditionally see in just a women's chorus for instance so you really do get the best of both worlds as, as a singer it's nice to just find so many different places to slot into the sound mm -hmm. so and are you learning different things about your own voice in the different oh, ensembles yeah. yeah absolutely i um i sing baritone a lot higher in mixed than i probably would generally understand baritone to be um and i almost have to take a tenor like quality to it a lot of the time in order to to fit into the sound properly so yeah it's a real it's a real um exploration of the of the upper register which mm -hmm. is nice mm -hmm. so Love that. Exploration of the upper register. He sounds smart, doesn't he? I should talk to him more. Um, awesome, mate. Well, uh, we're not too far away. Oh, it's 11.30. We're about to start the Quartet Comp. Thank you for your time and have a lovely sing today. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to it. Excellent. Yeah. And here I am with Julie Edwards, the uh, music director for Blue Sky Harmony. Julie, tell our listeners about um, basically the elephant in the room, the, how you've handled COVID and where, where, where you're at now coming out the end of COVID and what your plans are for the next next year. Um, well, we coped okay during COVID. Queensland was pretty lucky, hey. So we kept rehearsing as much as we could. But, yeah, obviously a bit disappointing that everything was cancelled. But we've stuck together and we've got some new members at the end of last year. And so it's really lovely to be BHA today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what did you do during lockdown? Did you do, did, did you spend a bit of the two years get, still getting together in person or did you keep in touch virtually? Or We mostly stayed in person as much as we could because we had a massive rehearsal room and only a few small... Nice. Uh, with only a few singers, you know. Yeah. So um, uh, we did have a few months on Zoom, you know, in the big lockdown. 
and then we had a couple of weeks off when another lockdown happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, luckily we mostly sung together as much as we could. But of course, you know, it's been difficult with absences, you know, because people have to stay away if they have a little snizzle. So you never know each week that you come who you're going to get. But well, as you say, it really is just a matter of working in the moment with what's in front of you. That's all you can do. And and in some ways. It's a, it's a, the, the silver lining of the cloud is it's, it's actually always interesting musically to work with a different combination in the chorus, just to, with that unique sound of the day, you know, and, and it's a bit of a um, similarity to working with just a trio or doing a, doing a duet. It's like, oh, that's a different sound, and, and what can we do with that? Um, to, to finish off with, tell us um, how you are, what, what was your directorial experience coming into Blue Sky and, and how's, how's the, the first three and a half years gone? Because it's, you know, it's, a, it's, it's an exciting, but it's, 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 a cha- it's, it's a big responsibility. Yeah, it was kind of new to me, directing. I guess I'd kind of sat behind the scenes um, on the management and music team for a long time, been assistant director for a little while with other chorus. Um, but yeah, it's, we kind of just all worked it out as we've gone along and the chorus has been really supportive of me learning. And um, yeah, I think it's just we're trying to develop a, a really collegial at- atmosphere where it's okay to step out and try something. And if it doesn't work, we're all supportive of people learning and, and growing. And I think that's really good for the you know for the chorus as a whole. Yeah. So, but from what I've heard of you in the, in the last few years, I think you have a beautiful sound. Uh, that's something that you that the chorus was formed to do to to, to try to uh, uh, aim for a high level. Yeah, I think that was what we formed. We just really wanted to. Um, have a chorus of independent singers so that right. you know and I guess COVID is it was even though it was not a blessing it, you know it helped us build that idea right. of independence so yeah. no matter who's there on the day we can still put together a good group and yeah. I think the people that you know as the chorus right. we wanted to be able to do that to so that we could all feel yeah that we could sing in any combination and yeah. do any kind of thing and, and for that to be a personal challenge as yes. well so right. I love that so that you know if any two or four people weren't there, it's not going to stop the whole chorus from doing something. You're, going to be, you're probably going to be able to uh, adjust things. Fantastic. Well, congratulations on your, on your success to date and long may it continue. So I'm here with uh, Brian Martin, among other famous things, the music director for the Sunshine Statesman. How are you today, Brian? Oh, I'm going great. Tickety-boo, yes. Mate, um, uh, the Sunshine Statesman sang today in the chorus contest. Yes. How did you go? I think we did well. We, uh, they've been working towards this for quite a while and uh, they're getting good at storytelling, I feel, and having the, the, they're linking in with each other and while they're storytelling and they're having a great time. What's your current vision for the course? You've been some years now at the helm there. Yeah, I mean, basically my idea is to have them improve all the time. Um, they're... Their fans, their their friends and family and partners have been saying over the years. Well, every time we see them, they seem to be improving. Wow, that was the best one yet, and cool. and they keep they keep on going on a trajectory. And it's 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 my aim is for them just to get better and better at the performance and delivering it to a crowd and being more engaging with the crowd and 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 with the songs. And it just so happens that that the the platform of the conventions is a great way to dive into that great vehicle yeah. what um what have you noticed about the aussie particularly aussie male culture uh in relation to our capacity to emote and tell a story is that you know a bit of a, a work in progress not all of us maybe are naturals of that well it's it's an interesting mix of a bunch you know like they um 
the barbershop and the and the love stories and that they are soppy love stories you know that that gives a bit of permission yes to go in there and i like that the permission on stage you know and in through most of our lives there are, you know might be only small if any opportunities to really go there but that's one of the exciting uh, concepts of the stage is, is you get a space and a time with permission to go there yeah and like one of the songs that we sang was uh, if you were the only girl in the world and and we were looking at well what kind of meaning does this song have and there's one fellow Graham Ensel who He's been married for 63 years and he's Whoa. been singing that song to his lovely bride um, for those 63 years, several times a year. Oh. He makes sure that he sings it to him to let her know that she's, she's precious yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. And that really, um, that really hit home for me. I kind of thought, wow. The, the, so we kind of took this angle of like, um, of if we look at it and go, if, if we could get rid of every other distraction mm. and go, this love is really precious mm. and really important. It's worth us focusing on mm. so that we can have it. And, you know, we shared in the group that, okay, well, Graham's, he, he's managed to last 63 years. Some of us haven't um, lasted in our definite relationships and possibly because we haven't put the time aside to, you know, really devote to noticing how precious the relationship is. So, you know, that, that builds up some discussion in the group and it's, it, it's, it's a permission to delve with the platform of the song, you know. So um, do, are they, do they get into their feelings? Because of the songs, yes. Yeah. Wow. Um, so much to unpack there. That's awesome. I'm really excited that you're, you're leading them in that direction and giving them a chance to do that. Uh, what would you say are some of the things where they gravitate to naturally and uh, that you're sort of going, oh, cool, we're, do, do, we're going in this direction? And what are some of the things, whether it be skills or cultural, whatever it is, where you're like, okay, guys, we need to do a bit of this. And they're going, oh, actually, now you, now you mention it. Yeah, we do. Well, um, the average age of the Sunshine Statesmen is a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's they're down as a seniors chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've got a lot of life experience. And awesome. what I'm noticing is that when we do do the ballads, when we do do the stories, um, we're doing songs that have some sort of particular reason for being. Mm-hmm. You know, that we've got a storyline and if we can relate a storyline, why are we singing this song in the yes. first place? Not just for razzle-dazzle and, and kind of, yes. you know, and even the songs that are razzle-dazzle to go, yeah, but what, are, what is the composer trying to say? What are we trying to say if we're singing this song? What's our intent? Who are we trying to get it to across to? Yep. And relating it to stories of their own past. And there's a lot of life experience in the group. And uh, that seems to me like a great thing to draw on. Right. They've got, so when, when they do get to connected to the songs, I notice there's a real warmth comes out in their tone, comes out in their... And, and they are actually getting really good at following the phrasing, following the interp um, when they're engaged in that, that song. From that direction. From yeah. that direction, yeah. you know. So um, their, their visuals get... Their visual perception gets heightened and they look at me more, which yeah. is good. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, they, they broaden out. And they're also learning to um, listen out to the overall perspective they're listening to work more as an overall unit yeah um and so uh, you know their ability to phrase and go in free time is 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 i think a real strength mm. and the warmth of the sound so we're not going for crazy high belty 
yes. sort of tunes. Yep. Um, but we're going for ones that, that have meaning and are entertaining but have a storyline. Suitable to the performer, yeah. Uh, mate, this is gold. And ju- just in closing, um, what um, you, you're, you're a, what I would consider a, a very impressive musician, uh, a, a very skilled pianist, and it just seems that when you're performing your music, you really... You, to use that cliche, you become one with it. You, you really, you really do lean into it, which is lovely to see. What have you brought to barbershop? What sort of musical awareness, I guess, uh, from your non-barbershop? Are you, are you gradually bringing across to your barbershop leadership? That's a very interesting question. Uh, well, I suppose, I mean, from the the pianist perspective, I've got a love of chords anyway, um, and. So I had a composing background and looking at the, the musicality side of things, I suppose what I'm bringing is um, a musical interpretation, like a, looking at the language of music. Why would this go up there? Why would we have the, the tension resolve between the baritones and the lead at this particular point? What is that kind of implying? Oh. So, so you have a capacity to really understand the music in a lot more detail than many of the rest of us do. I suppose so. My yeah. background is is um, it it feels like the music language is uh, 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 I'm fluent in that language, yep. and singing these songs uh, is a combination of music language and the English language with the lyric, yep. and tying them together um, with the interpretation mm. is I think something that I'm bringing um, with that perspective. I mean the vocal background I've got I've sung in a lot of different vocal styles. Mm. So, um, trying to bring to the fellas uh, the sense of how how much ease can be in the production of the sound, mm. and uh, and what effort is needed as is needed. So, uh, I suppose I'm I'm looking at the combination of um, vocal technique and musicality and um, performance, but um, my leaning is definitely in the music and the musicality in the, in the interpretation of what the music itself is telling me of the feelings and of the, of the story that's been. Told. That's awesome. As the music judges would say, what, what are the opportunities here that, that the, the composer and the arranger have given us? And let's make the most of those. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, uh, so much more we could talk about, but we're about to come to the end of the break between quartet sessions. So, Brian Martin, thank you for your time and keep up the good work. You're very welcome. Nice to see you, Richard. And we're joined here by Jonathan Albertini, who is the director of both the Blenders Mixed Chorus and uh, the Youth Chorus uh, Cornerstone. Now, Cornerstone's been going for a handful of years, five? Uh, It feels like that um, in various iterations we've had in the past, like the the Blenders Youth Chorus, but unfortunately we're not, or fortunately, we're not a youth chorus anymore, we're actually an opens um, chorus. Um, Have you aged out? Uh, yeah, yes we have. We've got a few 35, 36 year olds now. and Because uh, so you'd be almost 30 yourself. I am 34. Hey! Yes, I'm a very big boy now. Uh, so yeah, no, it's, 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 been, it's been great. You know, I mean, still technically roping up the, um, trying to wrangle all the young troops together is still hard, but you know, they're, they're maturing a little bit as we go, so it's, it's, um, it's getting a little better, a little easier. So much to cover, but uh, in our brief time together. Um, so I guess first things first, for you as a director, 
Um, where does the mixed chorus and, uh, and, and well, the, I guess the men's chorus, not the youth chorus, um, stand for you as a, as a director? They both um, have, would have, you know, just slightly different musical paths. They are very much uh, different choruses now, and uh, so because we've got the blenders now, who are a mixed chorus. Uh, we, we've uh, officially been a mixed chorus for the whole eight-time uh, men's open champion chorus. Uh, yeah, now now a mixed chorus. There you go, a BHA history. It is. It's very much a, a milestone for us, and we're very happy about it. Uh, and, it's the, and we've chosen not to compete this year because we're still finding ourselves and uh, establishing. But uh, uh, we're happy. We're having a lot of fun, and uh, you know, getting the women involved uh, and uh, letting them contribute to, to what it is of uh, what it means to be a, a blender um, is uh, it's fun to watch and see new people be um, inspired. And uh, you know, and just in the same light, you know, what the blenders have done for the whole of industry in barbershop, I guess. Um, you know, Cornerstone wouldn't be there without them either. And uh, so we're we're just we're just loving the journey. Mm. Yep. And tell us about uh, Cornerstone today. So, um, uh, as by the time listeners you are listening to this, it will be. Well, it's already public knowledge, but you all have heard that uh, Cornerstone won the uh, the Open Chorus Contest at Sunshine Region in uh, in 2022. Um, tell us about the the lead up and and the day. If you guys did, you feel great on stage, etc. We absolutely loved it. It was cool. one of the best performances we've ever uh, experienced as a chorus. As a chorus, uh, we did compete last year in the Sunshine Regionals, and we we, we topped that, so we were happy about it. Um, but this year, we just felt a little more prepared. Uh, we we you know we we cons- were more consistent as a as a membership base as a chorus. Uh, we, we've we've chosen some you know very vibrant new songs and we've implemented staging and choreography. We've we've just loved the journey and uh, we challenged ourselves to to do it directorless um, as well, which was uh, challenging and and I think it paid off quite well for us. Um, luckily, the song choices helped. Um, and both of those, well, one of one of those was uh, a Michael Weber chart, uh, which we, we love, called Girl Next Door, and hopefully we'll Michael Weber, baritone of the multi-award-winning, multi-national open men's uh, quartet champion, uh, Blind Side, yes. That's right. Yeah, so we're stoked to be uh, receiving the the top spot at the regionals. Only it was a very close one uh, with sound connection right behind us by a point, uh, but 76.3, we're, we're thrilled. So very happy. You've got the blue ribbon, um, mate. Tell me about there's so much we could talk about, but tell me about the decision to go directless. Obviously, um, there's a fine line between um, a, a challenge and you know and and and, t- and biting off more than you can chew. So t- tell us that process. You know, I, I enjoy singing with the guys. They're they're very much mates uh, to me, and you know, I, I I'm. I enjoy directing them, but you know, I, I want to challenge them as well, and I don't want to be, uh, in, you know, inhibited by um, or prohibited. What's the word? Uh, <laughs> anti-inhibited, I think, is the yes, word. That's yeah. anti-histamine, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, right. So yeah, it was just a challenge, really. I, I'm trying, and especially since it's so early in the year, it was an opportunity to try things, and that's why we wanted to get the choreo out and do different types of staging. And um, you know, we fell asleep on the stage and and let the pitch pipe wake us up. We've all done that, certainly. Right, so it was fun. It was just having a bit of fun and challenging ourselves. And yeah. It's worked out well so far, and we, we know what we need to do to improve. And uh, uh, and what is that? Uh, well, it's just um, it's just continue working on unity uh, yeah. for the most part, and um, you know, uh, just refining our sound. It's just it's little things, and the performance has been a major focus of ours lately. And that obviously can't be there without the basics in place. But we've. We've worked hard to, you know, make sure that those basics were there, and so that we could focus on that higher level 
performance aspect of just the intent behind the music and, and what it is that we are singing and uh, I think that's really starting to pay off. Nice. And introduced our guest for us, please. We do have uh, the assistant director here of uh, Cornerstone. His name is Austin Carpenter. He uh, is an experienced uh, uh, classical singer through the Queensland Conservatorium and uh, he's, been, he's also the bass of my quartet, um, Hang Time. Nice. Hang time. So... So I, I called Austin over earlier on, oh, Austin, beautiful bass voice, mate, thank you, I really enjoyed your singing, um, and asked him about his singing background, he said, and he very modestly alluded to, oh, I have a degree from the Conservatorium of Music. I was like, okay then, you're clearly, you're clearly a, 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 a well-credentialed musician. Oscar, tell us about your discovering Barbershop and your experience in, uh, in Cornerstone. Yeah, well, look, I think I first discovered Barbershop when I was in school. Um, I joined the, um, the Acapella Boys uh, with Jono. Uh, he's, he's still the, uh, the director of, of that group um, and then made my way into uh, the Blenders Youth Chorus. Um, did a few performances alongside the Blenders as well, which was, which was great. Um, and then I think around the time I was in, I was in BYC, I um, you know, felt the calling to do some more music, just, you know, more, more so than just, just in the chorus. So, I, um, yeah, I auditioned for the, the conservatorium and, and luckily got in and um, began my, um, yeah, my three years up, up there learning more about music and singing. So what did you do at the con? So it was Bachelor of Performance, uh, Bachelor of Music, uh, majoring in performance, and then the instrument of choice was classical voice and, and opera. So we could, we and in fact we may well do a whole episode on this. But t- but for our listeners, pl- if you could please just summarise, yeah, the difference between the classical voice and the barbershop voice. Yeah, well, that, you know, that's still something I'm kind yeah, of... Sorry, that's a big, that's a big uh, topic. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. I mean, it's something that sort of comes up because, you know, like it, we go to rehearsals and sometimes I've got to switch over my brain from the classical opera brain to the uh, to, to, to the barbershop uh, one. It's, it's yeah, it's a different sound. It's kind of more of like that forward uh, uh, placement, less kind of big resonant kind mm-hmm. of uh, uh, backish sort yep. of s- sound, at, le- at least, you know, for most. Um, but no, it's, 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 uh, it's really good. I suppose less vibrato, I'm always being told but to, that, to yeah, let that yeah, come yeah. through. Um, Your opera performance, is that solo? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, solo. Uh, we had recitals every, at least every uh, um, sort of semi-annually. Um, and, uh, and then also in, in the opera productions that we, we do, so some chorus work and some solo, uh, solo repertoire, yeah. And so do you see a solo work and ensemble work as equally enjoyable or do you prefer one or the other? Look, to be honest, There's no right answer, by the way. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Look, it's all music. I think it's all, it's all oh, great. Good answer. But no, honestly, I haven't actually sort of pondered that. Um, I think, I think they're great in different ways. I know that's like the cliche answer, but they honestly sort of feel a different kind of area. Yeah. Um, to sort of, you know, take on that character if it's in an operatic repertoire and kind of, you know, sell it and, and everything, and, and and the different languages as well. I find that enjoyable. Um, but then, you know, like singing, German, Italian, etc. Yeah, uh, Italian, German, and French. Uh, we did um, some Spanish reps. Some Russian rep. I haven't sung any of that yet, but um, maybe one day. But um, but it's also great to get up on stage with the guys, uh, both in you know Cornerstone, the barbershop world, but also on the stage at the con. We put on some great productions, awesome. and they were you know key moments for me. You know. Good on you. Now, uh, sorry, not sorry to put you on the spot. What could barbershop learn from opera? Oh, that's that's a that's a loaded question. Um, oh, I mean, I don't know. I, I think you know operas strength at least for me coming into it was the the technical kind of prowess of, of the singing the fact that you you know have to carry your voice across an orchestra you know back in the day un, unamplified you know and it's still pretty much like that today um, so I think I think that um, is, is a is a, a good thing to learn from 
Um, but you know, the opera world, you know, I'm sure would benefit from the, you know, the camaraderie and everything of, of the barbershop world. We've got such a great community here. You know, just saying to many people today that I've bumped into that it's such a small world. But then again, I've, I've seen a few people from the con today that are that are opera singers. So you know, it's it's great that we're Involved all in barbershop. Yeah, yeah. One of the directors of one of the choruses I, I went to the con with. I was talking to him before. Um, so he's bringing you know his opera knowledge uh, to, to it all as well. But um, yeah, I think learning from each other. Yeah. Thank you, Oscar. That's amazing. And Jono, uh, again, we could do a, a full uh, episode on this, but we'll wrap up. Um, what um, clearly, Oscar walked in the door as as uh, someone either who had a degree from the con or, or, or had the capacity, um, and he was attracted to what you do. What, what, when you put together the music program and you think about rehearsals and you run rehearsals, what, what, what are you? What, what are you? What, yeah, who are you targeting? Who do you want to to, to attract and entertain and and, and engage? Uh, really anybody that wants to sing well, you know, because, you know, good singing is good singing is the motto that I want to live by and, uh, you know, no matter what the art form, opera, classical, contemporary, musical theatre, jazz, uh, barbershop, whatever, um, you, it's all the same mechanics. Good singing, good breath support, good phonation, placement, everything, tone, it's all the same. It just varies really with, with um, technique, you know, so, so if you want... For classical, for example, you want slightly a lower, a lower, a lower set larynx. You know, you want a, a slightly wider pharynx. You want to have onset, uh, vibrato from the onset. You know, um, classical, uh, contemporary singing. You want a more middle uh, set larynx. You know, even higher. This guy's showing off his master's degree in music. Um, right. <laughs> that, you know, it's it's the, the point is good singing is good singing. You know, you can you can add different techniques uh, to it, um, but as long as you've got a style. And you apply those those methods. That that's what I want to uh, want young guys, especially, to to learn and and to strive for, because that's what's going to uh, improve their voice. And and it's it's really exciting for me, and, and it's rewarding for me to see individuals grow, and uh, find their voice and find their uh, their power and, and and see progression. That's what it's all about. Yeah, well, mate, thank you for your leadership in barbershop and your continued leadership of uh, of Cornerstone and the Blenders. Um, Austin or Oscar? Austin. Austin. There you go. I must have misheard. I've now. We're, we're, We'll, 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 we'll edit that in post. Yeah. <laughs> well, Austin and Jono, thank you for your time and thanks for your performances today. Thank you, Mr. Reeve. Yeah. Thanks so much. So I'm, I'm here with the, uh, with the 2022 uh, Open and Men's Champion Quartet, The Collective. Um, Miss, Mr. Beckett, uh, the, the grandfather of the group, um, you're sporting a beautiful, a beautiful beard here. Um, congratulations on your performance today. It was beautiful. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it too. I, I did. Thank you for the grandfather. Yes. Thank you for the grandfather reference. Um, just on record, I'm not the oldest in the group. Uh, that that, that honour goes upon our base, Kelly Shepherd. Uh, I'm sure he'll listen to this later. But yeah, no, it's been a good day. It's, it's actually a good, fun region to be a part of because they have a nice full day. Uh, their, their Sunshine Festival that they've been running um, got a large number of chor choruses and quartets, so it's a great chance to get up and sing in front of a bunch of um, people who love, love the hobby. Luke, uh, cuddle on over here. Um, tell me about uh, today. Uh, you, um, you you just seemed seemed like you hit your stride. You got back on the on the horse. Just uh, didn't miss a beat. Uh, was it was it just the same like old days? Yeah, I'd say so. It was it was kind of nice to come back after a couple of years and forget everything. Um, it gave us a good like nice starting point, so we didn't have to. Nice clean slate. <laughs> yeah, clean slate. You know, I remembered just how much I'd missed these guys. No, it was, it was it was nice to get back. Nice to get back on the saddle and. Uh, Right away into the sunset, I guess. Did you feel um, a particular chemistry in the room with Feed the Birds? Because it seemed to me there was 
you, you, you put an onion skin on your previous performance that I've seen. It was really quite stunning, and thank you for that, and congratulations. It was really a, a beautiful performance. Did you, did you feel that on stage, or were you just sort of doing the plan? Uh, I, I think there was definitely an acknowledgement of a bit of legacy there. You know, we'd, we'd replaced a member. We uh, effectively clean slate starting afresh. So it was, it was nice to take something that had a lot of history for us that was personally a very important moment for us as a quartet and then share that with our newest member, Lindsay. So it was really nice to take that back onto the stage. Yeah, yeah. Now, how do you pronounce his Yeah, exactly. Now, Lindsay, um, you and Luke, of course, are reigning uh, national mixed chorus champions. Uh, quartet, yeah, thank you. The words, I mean, what, what, how, how are <laughs> we can edit that in post. Uh, I mean, words, are, are they really that important? Um, you, uh, presumably, correct me if I'm wrong, you brought uh, th that, that musical and, and interpersonal understanding of the two of you into the quartet, you sort of to hit the ground running from your other quartet. You've, you've really, you, you spent a lot of time together before and you just, you, you brought that into this quartet. Yeah, I mean, uh, so Luke and I have been singing together for a very long time and so we've, as we've kind of grown up, our voices have kind of grown together. Yeah, about 13 years, so um, quite a natural fit there. And so it's really just about adjusting the sound to the different groups because they do sound very different. Um, Kelly is a, a, a magnificent, booming bass. Andrew, Andrew has a, an amazing quality of sound, but is, is very different to sing into. And so, you know, adjusting that's been the challenge of our two rehearsals for today. But it's it's going to be. We're, we're hoping we're hoping the others are uh, feeling competitive as well as as competitive as we are. <laughs> Which others? The other the other uh, ensembles around the country. Both. Looking forward to representing both at national. Either both yeah. representing Queensland and Australia. Yeah, yeah, and Melbourne. That's an interesting introduction for us, actually. <laughs> representing Queensland, I was like, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> and so. Um, uh, the, the plenty of ensembles, particularly quartets around the country, uh, face the distance challenge of uh, of, of, of uh, members living in different states. What's your? Uh, are you sort of? Uh, is it a, is it evolving a bit? Do you know how you'll address that uh, going between now and, and Hobart, Luke? In the sense of how do we manage the yeah, distance? How do you manage distance? Do you record, send it to each other? Do you, do you, you know how often are you going to travel, or you, you haven't worked that out yet? We're going to stick to the plan. The plan is good. We definitely got a plan. That's all. I'll, that's all I have to comment on. Well, that's, I, th I think our our plan really is take advantage of the time that we do get together. We, we, we've we've sung together, and it's really about making sure that when we do come together, we we know our notes, and it's really about trying to enhance the performance and find out what it is we're actually singing about, and and yeah, make the most of the brief times that we do get together, and hopefully, come Hobart, we'll. Um, have a really good sound, really good unit sound, and yeah, just be enjoying it. Even better. Um, and the, the tenor uh, bass in Queensland and, and lead Barry in, in Melbourne, it could be worse. Like, that's actually a, a workable situation. Do, do you guys like duetting? Am I, am I uh, touching on a, hot, uh, a sensitive topic here? You could actually, the two of you could, the two, the two duets could duet quite a lot if you wanted to. Oh, absolutely. Um, we, we, we do enjoy duetting together. Uh, it's, it's a good experience for us both too to switch parts between the two quartets because it manages to, to give us a chance to develop those areas that we're less familiar with in both quartets and improve on them both. It's, it's not just about one singing lead, one singing Barry. It's, it's the song matching the, the, the characters in the quartet and, and matching what we feel is important to be singing about and each quartet is very different. I mean... We, have we, choose, to. we choose music specifically for each quartet. We, we make a choice as a group. It's not about 
just a song that I happen to like or Lindsay happens to like. It's this is going to be the right thing for this group at the time. So, gentlemen, uh, thank you for your performance today. It was stunning. I really enjoyed it. It was beautiful. Uh, great to have you in the state, and uh, uh, I'm excited uh, to see you in in, uh, in Tassie. Thank you for your time today. Really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. And you're going to edit this <laughs> heavily, heavily edited. That's right. <laughs> Joined here by Dean and Geordie. So, Geordie, uh, you've you've just come up from um, uh, Canberra, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, tell us about that move. Yeah, sure. So um, it, it's pretty much just uh, my partner and I wanted to, to move, um, mainly for work and stuff, but uh, a, the barbershop kind of um, involvement really actually played a part in the decision-making because we wanted to move to a place where there was a good barbershop Barbershop was strong and healthy. Yep. Yeah, um, otherwise I'd most probably go a little bit insane. Um, just multi-tracking with myself <laughs> so um, yeah but it's been great so we've only moved in December um, in December 2021 um, and it's been great apart from the hostile Queensland weather um, we arranged I, that for you I know. yeah I, I don't think I've become a Queenslander yet I haven't assimilated um, <laughs> but I'm warming to the idea of it and and tell, tell our listeners about your um, musical uh, 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 life, I guess, and, and what role Barbershop plays in that? Is Barbershop your main hobby or is it one of any number? Or Yeah, sure. So Barbershop has really been my um, primary hobby, musical hobby. Um, I don't have any musical training background, um, never trained in anything, never had a music lesson in my life. Ladies and gentlemen, you can sing this well with a no training. That's what Geordie's trying to tell us. But it really is just the amount of time that I've put into involving myself with it so being in a quartet really has been where I've learnt the most um, and even just asking music teachers questions um, about music theory and stuff I've learnt everything I know just from asking questions and, and rocking up to like chorus rehearsal every week really so it was just time and I learnt all my skills by osmosis really um, but I've been singing it for it would be like eight years now um, and I love it. And to be honest, the, the thing that pushed me over the edge to like, in a good way, <laughs> in a good way to get into barbershop was, um, uh, some old guy from, uh, the Canberra Chordsman at the time came up to me while I was eating a pie. Um, while I was on a like, pie, he, um, he said, we need young guys like you to sing in our choir. And I was like, what are you hell you on about, man? Um, anyway, I went away and YouTube some barbershop and I was hooked. So, ever you, since then. Do you happen to remember what hooked you? Do you happen to remember what you found? Yep. Um, it was actually a video of Benchmark um, singing oh, when they were on Talent. Australia's Got Talent. Uh, that was the first um, video I saw on YouTube of barbershop. And what was, um, it, that what was it that captured your attention? Um, it was kind of the... Um, the diversity of voices really that it that the art form can carry because I was getting to the stage where my voice kept developing and getting lower and I couldn't do the musical theatre that I was really into at the time. So you go, okay, well, where do I go now? Yeah, pretty much. So The answer is Barbershop! All right, yeah. I was really looking for an out an outlet to, to sing again um, and there's not that many roles for 
um, young, low voices in musical theatre. So Interesting. Uh, a lot of the lower voices are, are like middle-aged or older men, like yeah. the, the uh, Javert in, in uh, Les Mis or, or um, uh, uh, the, you know, the, the bar- yeah, baritone role in Oklahoma. Uh, etc. Yeah, Judd Fry, etc. Yeah, they're not not for young men. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I think if I were to think back to it, if if I wasn't in that position, I still most probably would have found barbershop in one way because I just felt like I was I was just so close to it, and just kind of it needed to appear to me. But really, like um, I dig it. it. I've it's been a part of my life ever since, and you know in birthdays and special celebrations and and even my wedding later on this year it will be a part of it so i mean whether she likes it or not exactly well she loves it too introduce us to your other quartet mates and uh and tell us how they got involved in barbershop yeah sure um so this is tristan tristan sings the lead hey how you doing um tristan how did you get into barbershop um i only got into it last year um like the yeah, start of last year, joined these guys. Um, I saw it uh, Christmas time. It was on performing at, I think it was like the one of like the Parklands Christmas type stuff, and saw that. You've got a background in music though, and singing? No, not overly. Like I've sung all my life, but not really did it properly. I guess kind of. It's sort of the most formal you've sung. The most formal, yeah, for sure, yeah, right. definitely. No, I haven't really uh, done much formal, formal singing. I've done, yeah, bands and things like that here and there, but nothing too serious. And how did you uh, tell us about the experience today in front of you know an audience and in a competition and being announced, all that stuff? Yeah, it was great. I loved it. I did the regionals last year with Cornerstone, so it was good, and then it was good to. Oh, so you knew how it worked, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this sort of stuff. But first time quartetting, so that was awesome. And Geordie's been leading the way with us, which has been great uh, with all his experience. So yeah, that's been good. He's eight years of experience, excellent. So who's next? Introduce us us to our, our next quartet member. This is Sam Voss. Hello, I'm Sam Voss. <laughs> what part do you sing in the quartet, Sam? Uh, I sing baritone. And how did you choose that, or was that chosen for you? Uh, it was definitely chosen for me by a good old Jonathan Albertini. Right, and that's because you're the best looking, is that right? Uh, I would say so. <laughs> yeah. and, and the most modest, yeah. What have you learned, uh, what, what's your singing background? Um, it was mostly just through school and uh, Jonathan actually coached the acapella boys group that I was in and through that he just invited me to come uh, join Cornerstone when that started up and yeah, since then it's been awesome. And, and what have you noticed about the baritone part in Barbershop? Uh, it's so fulfilling, like it, uh, it's pretty hard at first and definitely unlike a lot of other like vocal stuff I've ever done but when the chords lock it just feels amazing, yeah, yeah. really fulfilling. Yeah, yeah. And then Alex turned up, and so what's Alex got to say? What 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 uh, what wisdom? Uh, I'll just I was just saying to um, Geordie here that uh, anything that the members of Cornerstone say as part of the book cannot be used in a court of law. Yes, well, <laughs> will be rev- reviewed later, and uh, we'll have to uh, critically reviewed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wipe the slate clean. Yes. Um, uh, you mentioned uh, the, the the observation of. of the baritone part of barbershop compared to others. Uh, what, what have you noticed there? Um, well, mostly all I've ever sung is like in choirs and stuff, like uh, bass parts or in like musical theatre. But there's just been nothing like a part like baritone where it kind of fills the gap as well as it does and makes everything lock and feel amazing. Yeah. Have you coached them on this answer? That is a good answer. That's a seriously good answer right there, uh, which is why the baritone is the best part. Now, if you'd be kind enough to introduce our fourth member of the quartet. This is Adrian. Hello, I'm Adrian. I sing tenor for our quartet. 
Um, yeah, so I started in Cornerstone uh, from the beginning. I started singing through Jono's a cappella group. I've been singing baritone actually for um, my whole time. Um, but uh, yeah, we originally had a tenor lined up for a quartet. He pulled out, and so I thought, why not give it a crack? Um, so yeah, I've been enjoying it ever since. Is this so? This quartet is the first time you've sung tenor. Yeah, and the first time sung in a quartet. Tell us about the tenor and the quartet experience. Uh, yeah, it's been really fun. Um, it, it's it, it's similar to baritone in some ways, but I would say um, uh, less challenging. <laughs> Not to uh, insult any tenors, I will say that the tenor parts are a little more melodic. Um, but uh, yeah, there is literally nothing in the world less melodic than the barbershop baritone part. Ah, <laughs> uh, I couldn't possibly comment. He says. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, you know, based on the song choice for sure. Very, very small selection of song choices for um, baritone being uh, melodic. That's a new word for it, I would say. <laughs> you can care. Gentlemen, thank you very much for your time and thanks for your performance today. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. You are now famous. Into, ah, great. Into my view. <laughs> Good morning, BHA!